Sid Rosenberg is spreading around the offices of WABC that I'm itching and itching and itching because I have scabies, which is infectious, and now people are running in all different directions wondering if they're going to end up with the itch because of me. Then I hear Mike Slater, substituting for Bill O'Reilly, that guy who couldn't make it on junior high school radio station. He's banned from WABC. And then we play a gnome-laden update about holiday travel. The holidays are over! Wake up! Wake up! Remember, holiday's over. I've been here all through the holidays. Maybe everybody needs to sort of get into the groove. Oh, my God. In the meantime, the perfect song by the original Cool in the Gang from Jersey City. Papa Bell and the Cool in the Gang crew from Jersey City because it's Jersey City, Hoboken, Secaucus, and soon Bayonne that will be flooded with the illegal aliens coming in from Texas who will then be brought by coyotes across the Hudson River right to the Hotel Roosevelt to be processed in New York City. What an idiot Eric Adams is because he issued an executive order that nobody ever pays attention to. Eric is weak. Eric pretends to be Superman, except he's more like Clark Kent. Just pop open the kryptonite because this guy's afraid of his own shadow. He warned. He warned bus drivers. He warned charter services. He warned uh, Governor Abbott. And if you bring any buses in here without 32 hours of notice, he will seize the buses. He will issue ticket after ticket. You can only come into the Port Authority Monday through Fridays from 8 a.m. to 12 noon. And once again, Governor Abbott proved to be so much smarter than this schmuck and this putz who is taking our city down into the abyss. He is the mayor of the illegal aliens. He thinks he's smarter than Governor Abbott. Think again. This is the third time Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, the Governor Abbott of Texas, has pimp-slapped you. Listen to him recently go off on a tirade. To the governor who holds him by the short hairs, and instead of saying, no mas, no mas, let's sit down, let's talk, we got more in common than we have in opposition to one another, Eric Adams likes to play tough guy, and then we pay the expenses of more illegal aliens being sent here by Governor Abbott. Started with a madman down in Texas, decided he wanted to bust people up to New York City. Hundred 
and 10,000 migrants. We have to feed, clothe, house, educate the children, wash their laundry sheets. Yeah, wash their laundry sheets. And then, remember, they get to outsource their laundry in duffel bags, and then it gets washed, it gets folded, they put bounty fabric softener in it, and then it gets delivered back to the illegal aliens. And you know where they do that, Justin Alec, on Rikers Island. They do that on Rikers. That's where we need to put the illegal aliens. There are empty facilities on Rikers Island. One way in, one way out. Keep them on Rikers Island because this is an absolute outrage. Again, he tried to be tough guy, Eric Adams. He's like the little boy in a supermarket who was lost looking for his mommy. So he issues an executive order. He tells Governor Abbott, you tell those charter bus companies that you're hiring at $1,500 an illegal alien, that's what the charge is, to transport them, feed them, and drop them off in New York City. That if they come into New York City without giving us 32 hours ahead of time notice, If they come in at any time that's not 8 a.m. to 12 noon Monday through Friday, we are going to seize the bus. We are going to find them. They will never be able to see the economic light of day. So what has Governor Abbott done? He's told the charter bus services in Texas. By the way, they've uh, upgraded uh, since an August ago. It used to be pounding the Greyhound. Now it's like party buses that the illegal aliens come up on. He's told them, hey, just drop them off. Drop them off in Bergen County. What the hell? Then send the coyote with him to take him on mass transit the rest of the way to the Hotel Roosevelt in midtown Manhattan for processing so they can be outsourced in other parts of the city. And once again, we have reports that they're doing exactly that in Secaucus at the Frank Lautenberg uh, station. I know many of you listening, especially you folks in Jersey, per capita, per person, are the biggest listeners to WABC, no doubt about it. How many times have you been stuck at the Frank Frank Lautenberg, Secaucus Station, Amtrak, New Jersey Transit, going in all different directions, whether you want to go further into Jersey, down the Jersey Shore, or you want to work your way up through Rockland County and upstate New York, How many of you get lost in that maze? I know I've been lost many times. I take the train in from Penn Station, get off at Secaucus. Then there's like 59,000 tracks. It's never, you can never find the track you're going to. You're going up the escalator, you're going down the steps, you're going east, west, north, south, and you still miss your connecting train. Yet somehow the illegal aliens have already figured it out. All they keep saying is Nueva York, Nueva York, and they get pointed in the direction of the train that goes to Penn Station. Once they get there to 33rd Street, they get out and they walk over to the Hotel Roosevelt, which is next to Grand Central Station. And now we see they're coming into Jersey City. Yeah. Hey, Steve Fulop, mayor who wants to be governor over my dead body, right? Uh, I thought you were a sanctuary city. How come you're not encouraging them to stay in Jersey City? So liberal, so progressive, so socialist. Soon, you're going to be replaced by Jim McGreevy. Oh, the disgraziazza former governor who said, oh, I'm a gay American, that's why I'm leaving. No, you left because you were going to be arrested for corruption. Now he wants to come back and become a plague on Jersey City. It's almost like the Cuomo story in New York State. Uh, McGreedy destroyed Jersey, now he wants to destroy Jersey City. Cuomo destroyed the state of New York, now he wants to destroy the city of New York by running for mayor. 
And then you have Eric Adams there acting like he's going to get tough with Greg Abbott. And Greg Abbott laughs at him, laughs at him. And all the mayors of surrounding cities in Bergen County and in Hudson County are laughing at Mayor Eric Adams because Abbott is depositing the illegal aliens in Hudson and Bergen County. They're finding their way to the railroad station. They're coming into the city. And then they're walking over to the Hotel Roosevelt. So, hey, Eric Adams, grow a pair. That's right. Be a tough guy. Don't just act tough because you're not tough. Be a tough guy. And you let everyone know, if those buses come into New York City, you're turning them around to Washington, D.C. Nobody's getting off. You're going to give them a nice box lunch. They're going to go back down the the Jersey Turnpike, right to the Beltway, right to the the, the country's national mall between the Washington uh, Monument and the Lincoln Memorial. And put the tents up there. Put them up there. House them there. It was Papa Chulo, Joe Biden, who invited them as soon as he became president in 2020. It's his mess, and you continue to compound it by crying like a little boy. Eric Adams, man up, because Abbott has your number. You called him a racist. He sent more illegal aliens. You said he was a madman. He sent more illegal aliens. You tried to block him off from dropping him into New York City. He figured that out in a nanosecond. This guy is smart, Abbott. You're stupid. Wave the white flag. Meet with Governor Abbott. Figure out a coalition you can put together to put the pressure on Papa Chula Joe Biden, who continues to keep the border open. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. This is the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Oh, So this should become another one of the many theme songs of Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan, Mayor of the Illegal Aliens, who just before the ball dropped welcoming in the new year, he was using all kinds of flying analogies, like he was the pilot, we were stuck on the flight, and we better hope he lands it. By the way, I just wanted to give a shout-out 
to our uh, adversary at uh, WOR, Mark Simone. He started the drum beat for Curtis Lee for mayor this morning on his program. As he did all in the last campaign, to his credit. And he started out by warning everybody, you see, I told you. I told you if you elected Eric Adams, what you would end up with, a complete disaster. I told you to vote for Curtis Lee. You didn't listen to me. That's Mark Simone. And he started beating the drum again. And instead, what does Sid Rosenberg do? Is supposed to be my campaign manager. Start spreading a rumor that I have scabies here. And people are running away from me because I'm itching all over the place. My God, I'm itching like a dog here. Man, you ever see a dog with a nasty itch? And, I mean, it's all, like, growling and, like, unbearable. I'm telling you, Justin, don't come anywhere near me, okay? Because of your boy, Sid Rosenberg, spreading this rumor around here. All right, enough of that, wrong way, little Rufino. Enough of that. Let's get back on track to Mayor Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Let me tell you something. Uh, this uh, goes in tune with him continuing to say, whenever he speaks publicly, that he's the pilot of our airplane. Call it the um, NYC airline. One plane only. He's the pilot. No co-pilot. And we're all stuck on his plane and better hope that he lands it. So all those who want to yell at me and call me name, I've been there and I've done that. I'm focused on recovering this city. I am the pilot, folks, and you are all passengers. Stop praying for me to crash the plane. Pray for me to land the plane, because there's no parachutes on this plane. We're all going down together. Oh, we are. In fact, I made a, um, a video on that, Justin Alec. You go to my TikTok, it's had almost a million hits. My Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter, a million hits. As we talk about what has happened in the last two years under Eric Adams, as he has basically abandoned ship. Now, going into the weekend, there was a threat of terrorism uh, that might take place when the ball was dropping in Times Square. There was the daily threat of the demonstration de jour that the uh, Hamas supporters, Jews for Hamas, uh, folks for Hamas, you know, Hamas uh, are freedom fighters, they're martyrs, Jews are bad, you know, those protesters that they were going to tie up JFK and LaGuardia Airport. So naturally, on Friday, Eric Adams decides he's going to have a press conference down at Times Square to that uh, small police station that uh, that's there, right by about 44th, 45th, you know, between 7th and Broadway, in which he was asked by a reporter from the Daily News, hey, where the hell is your police commissioner, Eddie Capon? He's never in town, Eddie Caban. No cojones, Eddie Caban, the new police commissioner, who, by the way, the public couldn't pick out of a lineup if their life depended on it. Listen to Eric Adams, I mean, feeble answer. Where's Commissioner Caban? I'm noticing he's not here today. Uh, he uh, was in uh, Dominican Republic. Uh, he'll be here tomorrow, uh, and he was doing uh, several agreements down there, but he will be back tomorrow tomorrow. But, you know, I say this over and over again. If the police department can only function when the police commission is here, we're in trouble. This is a well-oiled machine. One person does not run the show in this city. And this city and the police department functions. Everyone knows their roles. Everyone knows their responsibility. Right now, we have the first deputy commissioner. 
that's in charge, and we have an amazing apparatus in place. This, this is a professional department. You don't need one person uh, to make sure that things are run smoothly, and we look forward to having Commissioner Caban uh, back t- uh, tomorrow. Where the hell is he? Hey, Justin Ellick, he was signing agreements in the Dominican Republic. Meantime, you know damn well what he was doing. They had to amend what the mayor said. He's like the Biden of Brooklyn. He says things that are not true. The press department immediately had to come back and say, no, in fact, uh, Eddie Caban is vacationing in the Dominican Republic. And apparently there's a picture floating around out there. Please, Justin Ellick, search social networking. Apparently he's got a sombrero on. He's at the beach in the DR. He's got a mojito and he's got a margarita in one hand. He's got two Long Island iced teas in the other hand. I think that was all for himself. I have no idea who else was there. But, oh, my God. And so you know what they've done today with the start of the new year? Can I read this to you, uh, Justin Ellick? Apparently this is going around one police plaza and to all command, uh, commanders, uh, all white shirts. You should not be discussing what happens in here with Curtis Sliwa. It's clear from here on that that could be very troublesome for you and your career in the police department. How do you like that? How do you think you're going to stop my rats from eating the Parmesan cheese in one police plaza? You know how many cops said don't like what's going on because they know it's all technology. Oh, crime is down. Yeah, because the cops have been ordered, don't make arrests. You take a burglary and you knock it down to a petty larceny. All the tricks you're using. And I've listed what the tricks have been here. Remember, guys and gals at One Police Plaza, tricks are for kids. Now, there's some adults who eat them, too. But it is interesting uh, that uh, the Port Authority has come in for a great deal of praise by me and others. Let me take you back to Wednesday. Remember? Oh, that's right, Justin. You weren't here. Wrong way, Lou. Oh, that's right. You weren't here. Sid wasn't here. But for those who were still here and hadn't uh, evacuated uh, New York City or the tri-state area, the Nutniks, the the Hamas supporters, you know, Jews for Hamas, uh, people to destroy Israel from the river to the sea, we love Hamas, martyrs, freedom fighting, you know, that crowd. They were going to shut down JFK because that was a big day on the 27th, Wednesday, of a lot of flights leaving. And so they came with a car caravan and they blocked JFK near Terminal 4 within the uh, perimeter of what the Port Authority of New York, their police department uh, patrols. And remember, the Port Authority of New York is a combined agency of New York, New Jersey cops. Uh, run by both uh, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb and Half in the Bag Murphy. But it's a good police department. Years ago, Joe Loda, who was running for mayor back in 2013, he was a disaster. One of the things he said that caused him a lot of grief, and rightfully so, he called the Port Authority cops mall cops. Couldn't be further from the truth. You want to know how to deal with these Hamas supporters? You just look back to last Wednesday on the 27th at about 11 a.m., the car caravan with all their Palestinian flags, Intifada now, Intifada forever, blocked the Van Wick Expressway going into Terminal 4. Immediately, the Port Authority police, 
grabbed the demonstrators who were on foot, grabbed those who were in their cars. The tow trucks came in. They took the cars away. They impounded them. The demonstrators were all locked up. Twenty-six of them were cuffed behind their backs, and they were put down to be sitting on the curb. So as the traffic resumed on the Van Wick Expressway going in to JFK, everybody could see that these demonstrators got arrested. That was solely by the Port Authority. So this is what happens this time. They're warning, they're warning, they're going to shut down JFK on January 1st. So a guy who is the chief of the NYPD, Jeffrey Madry, who should retire, man. This guy is not ready for prime time. I mean, recently he was disciplined by Keyshawn Sewell before she left as police commissioner to do security for uh, for the Mets. And she disciplined him because he had walked into the Brownsville precinct, uh, 73, and he got released. A friend of his who had pulled out a gun on kids who had been a former cop. Uh, he violated every rule and regulation. All she was going to do is dock him some vacation days. Immediately he cried to his very good friend, Eric Adams. Yeah, she can't do that. And as a result, you know what happened. She left. And we ended up with out-of-town Eddie Caban, no cojones Eddie Caban. Nobody has seen. Nobody has seen this guy. So Jeffrey Madre, who's been acting uh, like the police commissioner, he's the chief of the NYPD. He decides that he's going to show the Port Authority that he could do it better on January 1st. He picks up the phone. He basically tells the Port Authority, stand back. We got this. We know that the Hamas supporters are starting a car caravan in Canarsie, right near the pier. They're then going to go down the Belt Parkway. So from exit 13 on the Belt Parkway, Canarsie, Rockaway Parkway, they're going to go down to exit 20, and they're going to try to block People who are coming back to New York City on one of the busiest uh, days of air travel. And they're going to stop the uh, cars. They're going to have their car and van caravan. And we got it. Port Authority, stand down. And actually, the NYPD messed it up because Jeffrey Madge, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. In fact, on New Year's Eve... As the cops at Times Square in lockdown for the dropping of the ball, the Hamas nutniks, the supporters of Hamas, when demonstrating, did you see that, Justin, through Macy's and set off smoke bombs? You know how many of them got arrested by Jeffrey Madry and the NYPD? None. None. Just walked into Macy's, set off smoke bombs. Everybody's running. Cops just following them. They didn't arrest anyone. Why? Orders from Eric Adams. Make no arrests. So what happened yesterday? Yesterday, they blocked the traffic on a JFK. Then they were so happy with their performance, the Hamas supporters, that they took the car caravan down the Grand Central Parkway, and they blocked the traffic leaving LaGuardia. This is the NYPD that was running this show. Uh, the NYPD Chief of Patrol, Jeffrey Madry. I mean, this guy should have been let go a long time ago. You know how many arrests were made? None. How many tow trucks seized any of the cars in the support the Palestinian uh, car caravan? None. None were impounded. None were fined substantially. Nothing happened to them. They know that when the NYPD is in charge of trying to rein in their demonstrations, they have free reign. And why do they have free reign? 
because you got a guy like Jeffrey Madry who's handling the logistics, who's not ready for prime time. You got a police commissioner that nobody has seen of ladies out of town, Eddie Caban, who was in the DR on vacation, even though Eric Adams was lying, saying he was signing agreements. Agreements to do what, Eric? If you're going to rein in the Palestinian demonstrators, outsource it to the Port Authority because they know how to do it. They did it on December 27th. Within a half hour, they had 26 arrests. The Hamas supporters were on the Port Authority bus, and they had taken the tow trucks, and they had towed all the cars in the car caravan away and impounded them. That's the way you stop these demonstrations. So no more, Mr. Nice Guy Eric Adams, you signed that consent decree that handcuffed the NYPD in perpetuity. Last week you were saying, well, I had second thoughts. I knew I shouldn't have signed it. You signed it. You gave money to Black Lives Matter demonstrators and Antifa, our tax dollars. And you crippled the police department that you say, oh, I was a cop for 22 years. A, you were a house mouse. You never patrolled. You never made a collar. And you've admitted on this airway that when you were a transit cop, all you did was do computer work. In the Department of Records, you basically took all the paperwork and put it on floppy disks. Stop the lies. You are anti-cop. You do not support your cops. If you had supported your police department, you would never have signed that consent decree. So stop this. Oh, woe is me. I shouldn't have signed it. Be a man. Grow a pair, Eric Adams, because your police department has no leadership. Eddie Capone is missing in action, and Jeffrey Madry is not ready for prime time. Outsource it to the Port Authority police because they apparently know how to deal with these Hamas supporters a hell of a lot better than your police department leaders do. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Sliwa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Why is everybody always picking on me? That's him on his knees. I know that's him. Getting seven come eleven down in the boys' gym. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. He's a clown. That Charlie Brown. He's gonna get caught. Just you wait and see. Why is everybody always picking on Now that's the saga of a mayor who in two years has the lowest polling data rating of any mayor in the history of polling in New York City. And remember, he only allows the media to have access to him once a week for off-topic questions. And again, if any of them, predominantly McWhitey Whitey's, dare step out of line, he stares and glares at them. He uh, mad dogs them and says the following. I'm a black man, that's the mayor. But my story has been interpreted by people that don't look like me. We got to be honest about that. How many blacks are in the editorial boards? How many blacks are determined how these stories are being written? So his complexion is his protection. And today, and we'll have cuts of that uh, tomorrow, at his uh, once-a-week press conference, Eric Adams was blaming everything on Governor Abbott in Texas, He's claiming that his and his city hall management team are the best. Other cities are trying to imitate what we do here. But that Governor Abbott is sabotaging us. This white guy is sabotaging a city led by a black guy. Can you believe that? 
Are you that stupid? Do you not realize you called him a racist? He doubled down. You said that he was a madman. He doubled down. You claimed you were going to block the buses from coming in. And he drops them off in Jersey. And guess what? You got no friends in Jersey. They just tell him, underlay, underlay, continue on to Manhattan. Take the train at the Secaucus train station. Just get in and then walk over to the Roosevelt Hotel. And then meantime, his number one minion. A guy that he appointed the deputy mayor of public safety, a position we never needed. The last time that position was filled was uh, by Judge Marlin for David Dinkins. And you know how bad crime was then. So Eric Adams decided to revive this position to put in an unindicted co-conspirator of a police department investigation in which cops ended up losing their pensions, losing their badges, some going to jail for corruption. And Phil Banks saved himself by becoming a confidential informant. So he hosts like a press conference about public safety where he tries to lie that crime is down when, in fact, we know cops are just not making arrests. So he decided his year-end press conference, he was going to pimp slap the press. They got they have no discipline, so let them continue, right, to be able to do this. This is the same charade that they do. Same charade that they do. Uh, you might as well be talking about James Flippin, Noam Laden, Bob, I need the audio if the story's going to run brown. And every reporter out there, this is a guy who should have been in jail. This is the guy who was laundering money every day. His police driver taking him from ATM machine, ATM machine, putting money in, taking money out. That's the way drug dealers do it. That's the way pimps do it. The FBI sweated him down, said, where'd you get this $300,000 in your bank account? And he wasn't going to answer, so he goes, how could I become a cooperating witness, an informer, anything to save my police backside? And that's what he did. And then he decided to go off on the media again. No, 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 just for the audience, listen here. You have work to do. So this is where the clown hour starts. So I don't want to keep you three here because you have work to do for the public, for the public here. We have a reporter to ask the question, right? And I don't know what the intent of the question was, but at least she has some data. And if she decides she wants to report it, she has it. And maybe the objective is to keep you safe. Some reporters, not all, we go into the clown hour. They don't write any articles about safety information. They get into the clown hour. So you certainly don't need to stick around for this. Continue. Oh, the clown hour, huh? Hey, Banks, I will do everything to make sure you're removed from office. He has... His office in the Verizon building. Why the Verizon building? Why not one police plaza? Why not City Hall? Because then you don't have to report anybody visiting you because you carry the loot. And then you're the one who issued this memorandum. I know it's out there. I'm going to get it. In which you told everyone in the brass and police headquarters, you should not be discussing what happens in here with Curtis Slewa. It is clear that there may be ramifications to that. Hey, Phil Banks, you want to make this between me and you? Let's get it on. You're the unindicted co-conspirator. You were the confidential informer. You ate the cheese and ratted out fellow cops.
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 